Now back to Riley Nelson and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel, on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Booth here in Houston, Texas at TDECU Stadium. BYU 14 and Houston 3 is our score after one quarter of play. BYU scoring on a one-yard Lopini Katoa run, which followed a 78-yard Zach Wilson to Dax Milne pass. And that touchdown pass is the longest BYU passing score of the Kalani Sitake era and the longest touchdown pass for BYU since 2015 when Tanner Mangum threw to Mitchell Jurgens for 84 yards. Mitchell Jurgens down a field level. Do you recall that play? I do, Greg. Um, big moment. Also came on the first drive. Unfortunately, mine wasn't the first play of the game. It was the third. Uh, it was a third and 19, but still first drive, big score. Uh, nothing like getting the crowd going early on in the game. And the opponent was Boise State? It was. BYU against Boise 2015. Mangum to our, to our man Mitch for 84 yards. He started that game good and ended it pretty good, too. <laughs> yeah, I'll say. I'll say he ended it even better. Hey, thanks, thanks, thanks guys. Appreciate it. <laughs> so that was, uh, that was 84 that night, and no touchdown pass of that length until tonight. This, this is the second longest since that time with 78 tonight. Wilson to Milne on BYU's first offensive play of the game. All right, first play of the second quarter now for BYU. It's the second and seven at the Houston 46-yard line. The ball directly between the hashes on the H in the UH logo, the red H on the green artificial turf field here at TDECU Stadium. Tyler Algier is the pistol back with Wilson in the gun. He's got a tight end and two wides left and a single wide Gunnar Romney to the right. Romney doesn't have a catch yet tonight. They motion Milne. A short boot that becomes a straight drop for Zach. Steps up in the pocket, goes for Gunnar, who's double-teamed near the goal line, and flags fly pass interference, I do believe as Gunnar Romney was sandwiched and contacted before the ball could get to him. And that should be a chain mover for BYU on second and seven. Yeah, it just shows how savvy Zach is. He kind of had an over route that would have been a really tight window throw, not high completion percentage, but rather he saw Gunnar getting mugged as he was running down the field, and he kind of threw it out there, I think, to draw attention to the the obvious pass interference. So we'll see how obvious it was to the officials who now have a short discussion before allowing Kevin Marr to make his call. But here comes the call from our referee. Pass interference. Defense number six. 15-yard penalty. Automatic first down. So the 31-yard line of Houston now the spot. Demarion Williams is called for the infraction. BYU first down and 10. Ball between the hashes. Well, and a great job so far by BYU staying composed with all of these uh, uh, penalties uh, given by the University of Houston. Uh, especially, I mean, going back all the way to that defensive play with Max Tooley, uh, it's very easy to react in those situations. Great job to stay composed and, and just continue marching down the field. Zach Wilson shotgun. Lopini Katoa to his left. Lopini vacates. Zach shuffling to his left. Sidesteps to evade a defender, and he gets thrown down. Only the third time he's been sacked all year. But it's a big loss of nine back to the 40-yard line. Greg, you mentioned Lupini Katoa vacated. It's too bad he didn't have enough time to, or a clean enough pocket. Lupini came on what's called a running back seam. They split the safeties with two corner routes, and he was running. Once he got past the linebackers, he was running down the field alone. But unfortunately, by that time, the pressure had gotten to Zach. He had to protect the ball and go down. He's off, BYU's off schedule for the first time tonight. That's Peyton Turner with his third sack in two games. And only the third sack of... Zach Wilson this season. Now he's in shotgun. And on a sprint to the right, 
Zach throws on the run. Coming back for it is Romney, but it's incomplete to the near sideline. And that's a missed throw by Wilson, a misconnection with Romney under some duress. And so BYU now facing a third down and 19 back at the 40-yard line of Houston. So BYU more or less out of scoring territory right now. Jake Oldroyd did hit from 57 in pregame, and this would be a 57-yard attempt if they were to try something from here, but more likely would be a punt and pin if they don't get a first down. Yeah, really, Greg, the thought here is as a quarterback is let's get half back, which puts you around the 30-yard line and a a 45 to 47-yard field goal. So that's really the goal here, not necessarily trying to convert convert the third for a first down. So twins left and right for Wilson, who options it to Katoa. He's got the 40. He's got, oh, the flag flies as Lopini got rocked. And it, did it fly on Cosper holding on it the did. near side? It did, yeah. Now this would certainly take BYU out of any thought of points unless they replay the third down. These Houston defensive backs are physical. They're physical in coverage and in run game. Illegal block in the back. Offense number 85. That penalty is declined. Brings up fourth down. Yeah, so uh, fourth and 19 now from the Houston 40. And, oh, Jake Oldroyd's going to try it from, oh, no, sorry. The spot was the 36-yard line. Correction, Houston has decided to accept the penalty. Ten yards. Oh, well. Okay. Yeah. They realized when BYU trotted out the field goal, which would have been a 53-yard attempt, and Jake has that leg, yes. they were like, oh, wait, no, we want to accept it, move him back, which, as you said, Greg, puts them clearly in a punt and pin situation. Uh, Ed well, no. Lamb is talking with the referee to try and determine where the actual spot of the ball is going to be, but now they're marking it back. Yeah. So, again, Katoa did make it out to the 36, which would have been a 53-yard field goal try, but now they'll reset the ball and give BYU another third down this time third down and 29 yeah and keep in mind midfield. it's a it's a 10 yards from the spot of the foul well so it's, it's it's from the previous spot so it's back oh, to midfield from the previous spot yes yeah. thank so you. it's the 50 yard line so fourth down third down 29 now from the 50 so we'll see we'll see what this turns out to do the penalty it will be third down correct so okay. third down, 29 at the 50. You've given the BYU offense one more time, one more chance to make a play. Now, the 21-yard line is the line to gain. But if Houston can keep BYU off the scoreboard, they'll say mission accomplished here on this play. Yeah, I mean, look for a draw or a screen. Maybe Wilson, some shot out to the flat. Sorry. Trips to the right, single wide left with Katoa to Zach's left. Zach receives the shotgun snap, throws to Romney low and caught at the 47 and that will be a punt and pin situation now for BYU. So not much they could do with that. So the punt team is out and BYU will punt for the first time tonight. So a chance for uh, Ryan Rico to put Houston deep in its own territory and the sack was the drive. The sack was what took BYU off schedule. The Cougars could not recover. The BYU Cougars that is and now BYU will punt for the first time tonight. And it was bound to happen eventually, right, Greg? You mentioned that this defensive line produced six sacks last week. Ryan Rico receives the snap. End over ends it and still gets some good distance. Fair catch called for and made at the eight-yard line by Marquez, oh, by uh, Marcus Jones, beg your pardon. So it is Houston football after this timeout. 13.02 to play until halftime. BYU 14, Houston 3. But the home Cougars inside their own 10-yard line after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU football on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. 
Here's Jason Shepard with a scoreboard update. Number 17, SMU, survives on the road at Tulane. It took overtime, but the Mustangs beat the Green Wave 37-34 in overtime. Now back down to Houston in the voice of the Blue Cougars, Greg Rubel. Thank you, Shep. Hey, BYU fans, StubHub is the easiest way to experience every Cougar game. Check the virtual view, score your seats, and get your tickets delivered instantly. StubHub, the official ticketing partner of BYU Athletics. StubHub, be there. BYU has a 14-3 lead with 13.02 to go until halftime. Houston now with the football first and 10 at its own 9-yard line. Last week, Clayton Toon inside his own 10-yard line was pressured and fumbled the ball, resulting directly in a two-lane touchdown. One of two Clayton Toon turnovers, I guess we call them turnovers, that uh, gave two-lane direct touchdowns. One was a pick six, and that other one, as I mentioned a moment ago, a fumble near his goal line. And he'll be near his goal line in shotgun. As we come back in, first and ten, almost two minutes gone here in quarter number two. TD, ECU Stadium, Greg Rubel, Riley Nelson, Mitchell Juergens, your broadcast trio. Jason Shepard back in studio. And great to have you with us along with all these fans in the stands, and they've sounded great tonight. Kyle Porter's the tailback to the right hip of Clayton Toon, who's got trips to his wide right. As the Houston Cougars go east to west, our right to our left, and Turner... Turns a short run into a long gain to the 25-yard line. 16-yard run before Shimon Willis and Zane Anderson can bring him down. He got to the second level in a hurry, and it's first and 10 UH at their own 25-yard line. Yeah, it was a nice little single-back power where the pulling guard came around. The, the linebacker, Isaiah Kapusi was there in the hole, but then he had to deal with the pulling guard. Four on the defensive line for BYU. Tune is in shotgun and on a two-step drop. Sets to fire, slaps the ball, and throws on the crosser. Flag flies back near the pass as Stevenson on the crosser receives the pass complete out to the 28-29 yard line, but a flag and a call from Kevin Marr. Holding, holding, offense number 76. 10-yard penalty, repeat first down. So now the Houston Cougars are off schedule, going to first and 20. And by the way, Zane Anderson who has distinguished himself on a special teams tackle earlier and made a stop moments ago, has left the game, replaced by Jared Capisi. So Anderson, who's dealt with nothing but injury issues time and again over the last number of seasons, is out of the game. Kyrus Tonga did not make the trip. BYU being depth-tested on defense. Tune in shotgun on first down and 20. Settles back at the five-yard line. Now pressure comes. Tooley gets heat on throws under duress. Catch made downfield and moves being made by Stevenson. Make it Corbin to the near side, to the 30, and cut down by Willis at the 31-yard line. On first and 20, a gain of 16. Greg, that brought back shades of the long touchdown that Troy was able to get on BYU a couple of weeks ago and that there was some poor tackling and even worse angles by the defense. Again, that's a core tenet of this Houston offense is just try and get uh, any completion out to an athlete in space and let them do their work. And so close were the Cougars to blowing that up as... Tooley got to tune just a hair of a second before he released the football. 11.25 to go till halftime. Goes to second and four from first and 20. So from off schedule to back on schedule for UH. Anderson stays out of the game. The handoff to the motion man and whistles. Timeout before the play could be run. And uh, Houston coaches are somewhat exercised on the sidelines. Timeout. Houston. They're first for the half. 
So timeout taken. Mule will take it too. 11-17 to go until the break. BYU 14, Houston 3 is our score on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. At Intermountain Healthcare, we understand that broken arms haven't stopped. Babies continue to be born. Emergencies continue to happen. And doctor visits are still needed. At Intermountain Healthcare, we've put the measures in place to safely care for you in these difficult times. So please, don't put off the care you need, especially for stroke-like symptoms, chest pain, difficulty breathing, or other urgent care. We're here for you. Visit IntermountainHealthcare.org slash here for you to learn how to get the care you need. Now back to Riley Nelson and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel, on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU football brought to you by America First, Utah's number one credit union. Join us and you'll be part of a winning financial team. Go to AmericaFirst.com for details. And go Cougars. BYU under head coach Kalani Sitake is 12-5 when leading after the first quarter. And BYU was leading after the first quarter, 14-3. That's the score currently with 11-17 to go until halftime. 14-3 for the Cougars in blue over the Cougars in red. Giving you some yardage tallies. BYU with 172 yards of total offense to UH's 138. BYU 143 passing, 29 rush. Not a great ground game yet for BYU. The long run is actually Zach Wilson, 32 yards right now. Tyler Algier has one handoff. Lopini Katoa has one handoff for a touchdown. Dax Milne has an end around. And Zach Wilson's actually run four times for 26 yards. Gunnar Romney has one catch for three yards. And he is one of the receiving yardage leaders coming into tonight's game in the FBS. Quiet night so far. Gunnar was knocked around a lot last week and banged up pretty good in that game. He's quiet to start this game. Zane Anderson remains out of the game for BYU. Jared Capisi's replaced him at safety. Not sure how long-term this will be, but Anderson is a spectator right now. Shimon Willis is a corner. He began the game on the bench. Ellis replaced by Willis at corner. Clayton Toon in the gun on second down four for Houston. They go middle for three of the four from the 31 to the 34-yard line. Earl Tuioti Mariner makes the tackle. And Tuioti Mariner, one of the players playing in place of Kyrus Tonga, it's a third down and a half yard now for Houston. So the first and 20 was no problem for UH. But a third and short back at the 34 and a half yard line. And they go shotgun here on third down and almost one. The give to Porter. And Porter's got the first down and stumbles ahead for another five or six beyond that. George Udo, the tackle for BYU. So a lot of depth guys being used right now for the Cougars on defense. UH first and 10 at the Houston 42-yard line. I mean, Greg, we're not even, it's 10.36 left in the second quarter. Still a lot of game left. Got to keep legs fresh. No turnovers in this game. BYU does bring an extra as Toon hits, is hit as he throws, and he's got a completion downfield to the tight end, Christian Trahan. And Trahan's all the way down to the 35 of BYU. A 23-yard gain. Tune to Trahan. And the Cougars are just getting to tune a little late. Time it again. Tune, shotgun. They go tempo. Does UH. Porter running interior for three. Give him four to the 31 of BYU. Second down and six. Houston heavy to the run. More than 60 rushing yards already. 
more than doubling up BYU right now on the ground. But the Cougars leading at 14-3. The BYU Cougars, that is, leading the Houston Cougars 14-3. 9.45 to play until halftime. Clayton Toon, 7 for 8 passing, 114 yards, very efficient. Zach Wilson, 5 for 6. Only two incompletions between the two quarterbacks. Toon, hands off Porter. Porter runs through one tackle, two tackles. Third guy gets him first down run. On second and six, gain of 10. Zane Anderson back in the game makes the tackle. But Houston now in scoring territory. Red zone possession now down to the 20. Houston's currently running what's called a check with me. They're lining up. They're calling a run play and a, pla- and a pass play. And depending on what BYU, which that time they only showed three def- down defensive linemen, are switching to run or pass, and it's been quite effective on this drive. Tight end left, trips to the right, the wide side for Toon in the gun. A helmet high snap, holds it at his chest, lobs it on the seam, caught for a touchdown. Christian Trahan, the tight end, and 14 to 9 with the PAT pending. Boy, Christian Trahan listed at 6'3, 245, but uh, he must have really long arms. It wasn't terrible coverage by uh, Peyton Wilgar on that last play. But uh, the tight end just reached up and high pointed it and was able to get it, uh, you know, catch it over. I'm excuse, excuse me, it was uh, it was 41. It was Keenan Peely, not 49. Keenan Peely on the defense. But uh, they've been exploiting those seams all night and it's had pretty good success for them here in the early goings. Punter Lane Wilkins brings down a high snap, gets it down for Dalton Witherspoon, who drills the PAT. Timeout on the field with 9:01 to go until halftime. Houston has its first touchdown of the night. BYU 14, Houston 10 is our score on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Let's head back to the Mo Betters broadcast booth and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. All right, uh, a 91-yard scoring drive completed by Houston to make this once again a one-score game. That uh, 91-yard drive is the longest allowed by BYU this year. Eight plays, 91 yards, 4.01 off the clock. And Houston makes it 14-10 with 9.01 to play until halftime. Houston's now surpassed BYU in total offense yardage. So that explosive start for BYU is slowed somewhat. And that last drive from Houston uh, taken a chunk out of BYU's advantage in total offense. And look at the possession time. It's uh, 15 minutes to 6 right now in Houston's favor. And the Cougars are grinding on the ground. The Houston Cougars grinding on the ground. 18 rushes for 73 yards. BYU 7 rushes for 29 currently. Cougars doing a decent amount of damage through the air, but the ground game has been Houston's forte. And we feared that uh, without Kairos Tonga, without Lorenzo Fawatea being down on depth up front, that could be an area Houston looks to exploit, and that they've done so. Most definitely have, and... You know, BYU's trying to platoon, trying to keep fresh legs, but when you do that, you end up with guys on the field who maybe don't have as much experience playing in high-pressure situations like this. Still a lot of football left. Uh, We'll see what adjustments BYU defense makes. Bubba Raxa kicks away from east to west, our right to our left. It'll be into the end zone and through for a touchback. BYU out to the 25-yard line. So the Cougs haven't had to have the ball a long time to put up 14 points. But their last drive resulted in a punt, which was then followed by a lengthy touchdown drive by Houston. So the energy, which was all BYU early, especially coming from the fans, needs to be restored now here. It's been a while since the Cougar offense has done anything real-time-wise with the football. This Houston front four uh, on their defensive line is quite athletic and has been a little bit of a problem, not just 
rushing the passer, but also in the run game as their quick stunting side-to-side has been difficult for the offensive line. Pistol formation, the play fake from Wilson, the throw near side to Romney, and the pass is broken up by Demarion Williams on the coverage. That's a long throw for Zach Wilson. It would have been for maybe only two or three yards, and it was broken up by Williams. And so an incompletion by Zach is second of the night. And it'll go second down and 10 for BYU from the Cougar 25-yard line. Zach will back up to shotgun Algier to his right hip. Twins left. One of the twins mill motions. They don't give to Dax. They do to Tyler. And Tyler gets stopped up for no gain. Third and 10. And BYU's off schedule on this drive. Yeah, and this Houston defense, I mean, they come out of that tackle. And the defender's smacking his head. I mean, they got some mojo going on the on the defensive side for the Houston Cougars. And BYU needs to claw some back here on this big third and long. So momentum shifting here with BYU leading at 14-10. 8.25 to play until halftime. BYU sets up with three receivers to the right, including tight end Isaac Rex, who stays in to block. It's clean for Zach Wilson on the comebacker to the near sideline. A back shoulder and out of bounds on the throw. It's incomplete. BYU goes three and out quickly. So BYU punting it away, and that's Zach Wilson's second incompletion of the night on back-to-back misfires after one incompletion all night till that point. So that was just not the drive... BYU envisioned in trying to restore some mojo to this offense and the BYU fans in the stands remain quiet for the time being as BYU now punts it away on a quick three and out. Ryan Rico awaits the long snap from Britt Hogan. Gets the punt away. Drills this to the far side between the 10 and the 20 yard line right at the 15. Jones making players miss to midfield. Near it, shy of the 40-yard line. Planted there by Kavika Fonua. And Houston first down and 10 will stay right here with it. 8 to go until halftime. And Houston's got some things going and gets the offense back out on the field. You mentioned Marcus Jones, Greg. He is normally a cornerback playing in the defensive backfield for him. They have relieved him of his defensive duties. Mentioned that he had a little bit of an injury last week. But you can see they've kept him in the return game because he is still such a weapon. Rico ripped that last punt. I mean, that thing traveled well over 50 yards in the air, but after the return, the net net of it all is, uh, you know, something like a 32-yard net punt. It was a 37 net after a 60-yard boot. Three down linemen for BYU. Kyrus Tonga not among them. Wilgar comes late, gets hands in the face of two, and who throws complete to Trayvon Bradley for seven yards on the right rail. Down that hash mark, it'll be second down and three. And Houston's in a really good down-and-distance situation right now. Again, they had a first and 20 to deal with, got 16 yards on it, and they've been cruising ever since that play. Tune in shotgun. Carr, Mulba Carr to his left hip. The give is to Carr, and Carr... Loses his footing, shy of the line to gain. That was a second long two. It'll turn into a third down and one. But Houston's ground game is producing. Well, and one quick note as well. So Zane Anderson. We lost Mitchell Jurgens there in mid-sentence. He was talking about Zane Anderson, who has been in and out in this game and is currently out, replaced by Hayden Livingston. Clayton tunes in shotgun on third down and one. BYU jumped. This will be a free play for Houston. And Toon uses that free play to go to the far side. Complete. The Houston Cougars will wave off the penalty down to the 26-yard line. First down to Trayvon Bradley. Keenan Ellison coverage. 
BYU will be offside, and Houston has a first down. They'll decline this penalty. They spot the ball at the 27. Here comes the call. Offside. Defense number 92. That penalty is declined. Result of the play, first down. Tyler Batty was offside, and Tyler Batty's now on the sidelines. So Houston in position to take a lead with a touchdown as BYU's early momentum has subsided and defensive players are plentiful as depth has been explored here in the first half for BYU. Toon settling in a pocket, lobs it to the near side, complete for a first down. First and goal, six-yard line to Jeremy Singleton. Man, Toon and his wideouts are connected tonight. They are in sync and making big play after big play. And BYU is in danger of falling behind here, leading at 14 to 10, 6.29 to go until halftime. I told you earlier, UH was down 17 last week before winning going away. They were down 11 early here, but BYU's offense has gone almost an hour of real time without producing. The, you mentioned earlier on the pass rush, they're just a step behind getting home for a sack. Same thing on the defensive secondary. They're just a step late on coverage. They're there enough to make the tackle, but not enough to break up the pass. Toon goes under center for the first time on first and goal from the sixth. Stretch handoff to Porter, and Porter running right gets nothing. As a stack of white jerseys bring him to the ground. Second down and goal from the six. 5.51 to play until the break. BYU 14, Houston 10. Yeah, and the Houston Cougars are now outgaining BYU by 90 yards. Mitch. Yeah, it was, uh, sorry, battery died mid-sentence there. Um, Zane Anderson, he keeps coming out of the game. He has his helmet on, strapped up, ready to go. It looks like he's somehow being monitored by the training staff or the coaches. He's been stretching out his groin, so this may be a potential groin injury. Mitchell Jurgens in the Zions Bank end zone for banking that helps you game plan for life. Zions Bank is for you. Fly sweep. And the give to the motion man, Bryson Smith, for only a yard to the five-yard line, running uh, left to right across the formation. So it'll be third down and goal now from the five-yard line for Houston. And the BYU defense earlier in the game did a nice job holding and forcing Houston into a field goal when they were pressing toward the goal line. And now they get a chance once again. This is third and goal from the five with the ball on the far hash. Clayton tuned to shotgun with Kyle Porter to his right. Twins left, tight end and a wide receiver, short side right. Toon will look left, step up, fire for the goal line, touchdown. Open in the end zone is Nathaniel Dell for the score, and Houston takes the lead, 16-14 with a PAT pending. And Houston is just chopping up the BYU defense right now. Yeah, and they're doing it with just simple, simple concepts. All that was was a, it's just a backside sit route where the slot receiver on the backside comes, finds the flat defender, he finds that weak side linebacker and kind of sits down right next to him. Toon has done a good job with his eyes. He looked left and then came back to the right, uh, which drew attention away, and the BYU defenders were just not in a close enough vicinity to make any kind of play on the ball, allowing an easy completion for a touchdown. 4.42 to go until halftime. This PAT for the three-point lead by Witherspoon is up and splits the upright. 17-14. to 14. 14 consecutive points for Houston. The BYU offense out of tune while Clayton Tune goes to town on BYU. 12 for 13. 192 yards. Two touchdowns. No picks. A passer rating of 267.1. And Zach Wilson having a more or less effective night, but BYU's not on the field to do anything about what Houston is doing. The possession time is 18 minutes to 7 
right now. Houston has run 34 plays to BYU's 16 and making them count. BYU's early lead is gone. And BYU plays from behind, 17-14, with 4.42 to go until halftime after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to BYU Football on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU fans, did you know that you can have your groceries waiting to be picked up or better yet, dropped off at your front door? It's all done online at smithsfoodanddrug.com or on their app on your phone. Download the Smiths app and save time, shop online. Well, this BYU offense, which was averaging 215 rushing yards per game, has 29 rushing yards currently. And you take away Zach Wilson's 32-yard run, and BYU's at minus three rushing yards. BYU has exactly three running back handoffs for zero yards. And how does this happen? Well, in part because the Cougars don't have the football to really establish a dominant ground game plan or otherwise. They've had the ball for seven minutes to Houston's 18, and BYU's run fewer than half the number of plays as Houston. Houston leading at 17-14. BYU's 14-3 lead is gone. And it came down to simply two drives that resulted in punts, and BYU's defense unable to get off the field. Houston, two touchdown drives to answer. Caleb Christensen will let the kickoff from Bubba Raksa go into the end zone, and BYU will be off the 25-yard line, first down and 10. So in real clock time, in real time, it's been about an hour since the BYU offense produced points. And here comes Zach Wilson and the Cougs, first down and 10 at their own 25-yard line. 4.42 to go until halftime, and BYU now playing catch-up. It's a tough chicken-or-the-egg situation, Greg, because your run game has not been productive for you, so you don't want to go to it and get behind schedule again You know, with a second long. Uh, but at the same time, you need to give the run game some love so that you can get some rhythm going and establish it, which you haven't been able to do yet this far. Handoff Algier. That's a yard, maybe two on first and ten. Running it left. Gunnar Romney among the national leaders who needed only eight yards to get to 1,000 for a career, by the way, tonight. is still stuck on one catch for three yards tonight. And he's wide right with Dax Milne, slot right. Zach Wilson, shotgun, Algier to his left hip. Tight end and a wing to the left. That wing, Mason Wake, now motions to trips right. Houston shows four. They bring four. They almost jumped on the left edge. The throw is Algier, complete near side. First down and more, 35-40-45, and hits a tackler at the near boundary. There's a big play for BYU. Took a while to develop, but they finally got a big play. A 20-yard gain, Wilson to Algier on the flat throw to the right. Demarion Williams makes the force out, but BYU's out near midfield. 47-yard line of BYU. In the pregame, Dana Holgerson talked about having studied BYU's passing offense for the last 40 years. Well, a main tenet of BYU's passing offense is to get the ball to the backs out of the backfield. They did that extremely successfully to Tyler Algier on that last play. Pistol formation now. Katoa trails Wilson. Zach will play fake it to Katoa. Sees pressure and dirts it in the feet of Mason Wake. It's an incomplete pass. It's not grounding. Wake was in the neighborhood, but pressure to Wilson forces the incompletion, and BYU's off schedule to second and ten. Part of the reason that they continue to get off schedule is they've been, you mentioned Gunnar Romney's had a quiet night. They are just straight up playing man coverage on the outside, which allows them to commit an extra defender to the box in both to be able to stop both the run and to rush the passer, like on that last play-action play. Second and ten from the BYU 47, ball near hash. Cougars left to right as we see it, and you hear it. Good hole for Katoa, but it closes quickly as coming up to undercut him at the 
of Houston is Tabo Mwaniki. And Tabo Mwaniki, the Oklahoma State transfer, forces BYU now into a third down and four. It's big game, a big set of plays for BYU, and might they consider this to be four-down territory with third and four from the Houston 47-yard line. A game that BYU led early 14-3 and now trails 17-14. 3.03 to go till halftime. Wilson shotgun. Chest high snap to Zach. Option left. Pitch to Lopini. Gets through one tackle. Is tripped up and falls ahead for the line to gain. Not a good spot. But they'll move the chains anyway. He did get the ball past the line to gain and had to stretch to do so. That's a big one for Lopini right there. Greg, you mentioned it on the second down play about this, how this Houston defense closes. I mean, it is a stark difference how quickly they close on the football compared to BYU's previous four opponents. It's a challenge that BYU is slowly adjusting to, but they have some momentum going on this drive. Hopefully they can keep it up. First and 10, the Houston 43 ball far hash. Wilson shotgun. A dump-off screen to Algier. Complete 40, 35. Oh, 30. He almost busted it. He gets through that last tackle, and he's going to go to the house. <laughs> yeah, most definitely does. Uh-oh. James Empey's down. James Empey on his back and not getting up. And what's he reaching for? Yeah, he he did start the game after missing two games and is now on his back. Hands to his helmet, and that does not look good. With an official's timeout. 2.20 to go until halftime. First and 10 for BYU at the Houston 30. That was a nice play by oh. Tyler Algier for 13 yards on that little screen. And James being helped to his feet. This is good. Yeah, on the replay, Greg, he got rolled up on. And he got rolled up on on that right side. Wouldn't you know it, though? The, the, yeah. the, the guy that needs to stay healthy with that leg. And he's limped off. He's limping off the field, assisted by trainers now. And it appears to be favoring, favoring the injured extremity. And so Empey is out of the game, meaning Joe Tukuafu will be in for BYU. The guys you just needed to keep healthy tonight, that's the guy right there. So BYU first and 10 from the 30. And again, Algier close to stepping out of that last tackle. And he would have been off to the races and into the end zone. Yeah, the screen was set up really well. They did a good job inviting the pass rush up the field and sneaking the screen underneath it. Uh, of course, whenever you get O-linemen out in front, all sorts of bodies flying around. Things like James Empey getting rolled on can happen. Twins left and twins right for BYU. They vacate Algier to the right. Zach steps up, throws. Great play to Dax Milne. Dax Milne goes down, comes in, makes the catch. It's a gain of 19, almost 20 yards to the 11-yard line of Houston. Jace Rogers makes the touchdown-saving tackle of Dax Milne. you got to win man coverage. You mentioned both Algiers and Dax had one guy to beat. That's because Houston is committing so many guys to the to the box. They're committing so many guys to the run defense and the pass rush. you got to have more plays that win like that last one. First and 10 from the Houston 11. 95 seconds to go until halftime. Zach Wilson shotgun. Trips to the right. Right hip for Algier. Zach the chest high snap. Pulls it away from Tyler. Lobs it to the end zone. Oh, it's, oh, it's almost intercepted. It should have been picked off. It falls incomplete, intended for Wake. The safety coming over nearly and almost should have picked it off. Javarius Owens, I thought he was going to haul it in. Yeah, Zach Zach turns away with his hands on his helmet and kind of saying to himself, you can look, he's saying to himself, just throw it away. It was not there, and it wasn't there at the beginning, and it wasn't there at the end. Very dangerous play, almost throwing a pick in the end zone. So BYU's in a position to at least tie the game. They're looking to take a lead with second down and 10 from the Houston 11. 126 to go until halftime. Shotgun for Wilson. Same formation. Strength to the right. Pulls it away from Algier to the goal line incomplete. 
He threw to Neil Pau'u, and Pau'u was well guarded, and still no catches for Neil tonight. Javarius Owens in coverage, bats it up. It's a pass breakup, and BYU now third and 10 from the 11. These BYU wide receivers, they're doing it intermittently, but they need to consistently match the physicality with which they're being guarded. The Houston secondary, they're grabbing, they're pulling, they're trying to do everything that they can that they can at least get away with, especially on these last two drives. Rather than petitioning the refs for pass interference calls, they need to man up and make physical catches. Third down 10 from the Houston 11. One twenty-two to go until halftime. BYU down by a score of 17-14. to Zach Wilson awaits a shotgun snap. BYU will talk some more about it with a timeout. BYU football. Timeout. BYU. Their first of the half. 30 seconds in length. BYU football brought to you by Bam Bam's Barbecue, bringing you authentic Central Texas barbecue. Try our tender brisket or mouth-watering pulled pork. Bam Bam's Barbecue located just north of the BYU campus. Bam Bam's Barbecue, a proud sponsor of BYU Athletics. The Cougars, after scoring 14 points in the opening quarter, have not scored in quarter number two. And of the 16 quarters played coming in two tonight, BYU had scored in 15 of them. And they're in no danger currently of being blanked in this quarter as they're in scoring position. At least a field goal should be the outcome on this drive. The Cougars, at the very least, will get a chance to tie if they get... Not enough yardage needed on third and 10 from the 11. And I'm not sure what they would do if they faced a fourth down shy of the line to gain. Would they take points or keep the offense on the field? We may soon find out the answer to that question. I prefer they, of course, just get 11 yards and take a lead right now. 122 to play until the break, and BYU is facing a third down and 10. Total yardage, these two teams have combined for 500-plus here in the first half. We haven't dealt with it yet this season, Greg, but I do want to point out they are going into the end zone where the Houston band is situated. That does hamper your communication to a degree. And now more whistles and officials sprinting to the referee for something. After that, and that came out of a timeout, too. That's weird. That after all of that, the officials would have an issue. But all five of them, five of them are gathered now at the 25-yard line. What will we know? Clock operator, please put 122 on the game clock. One, two, two. Time was running. 11 seconds ran off. So eagle-eyed officials at the far sideline scrambling to correct the mistake. 122 until the break. BYU third and 10 from the Houston 11. Ball left hash. As BYU goes from our left to our right, the Cougars go away from us here at TDECU Stadium. Zach Wilson awaits the shotgun snap. I thought Houston jumped on the left side. No flags. Throw on the run. Complete to Pau. 10. Stays in bounds at the 5. Upended and shy of the line to gain. I stepped out back at the 8, actually, it looks like. Did they mark him back? Where are they going to bring the ball? No, they got him all the way down to the 2. So it's 4th down and 1. They got him all the way down to the 2-yard line. 4th down, 1 from the Houston 2. And the offense will try to get a yard. And yeah. this, is, this is huge. You don't get this, and you lose a lot of momentum going into halftime. Fourth and two, a fourth and one from the two, with 1.16 to play. Will BYU call another timeout here? The Cougars have two remaining. The play clock's under 10, and I wouldn't be surprised yeah, if they, they do call a timeout and chat this one up. They don't even have a call in. Yeah, and there it is. Timeout. BYU. The second of the half. 30 seconds in length. So Pau needed one more yard, and he did his best to get what he got, quite frankly. He actually did a good job to get 10 yards there. Yeah, he did a tremendous job. As he caught the ball, he, was, he caught the ball on a flat route. As he was heading towards the sideline, he cut back on the guy that had him man-to-man, did a good job tiptoeing the sideline and staying in bounds, and then took on two defenders. 
uh, to try and stay in bounds to get the yards to gain, but the two defenders were able to keep him just shy. So needed 10, got 9, setting up a 4th and 1 from the Houston 2, and this with 1.16 to go until halftime. Well, and BYU facing a, a new challenge here with, you know, Riley talked a little bit about the band being in the end zone that BYU is going to right now. Um, these 10,000 fans are sounding like 50,000 right now. I mean, the, the energy is really, really hot right now. Good opportunity for BYU to, to come up clutch in, in a situation that they haven't faced yet this season with the crowd noise. Mitchell Jurgens in the Zions Bank end zone. For banking that helps you game plan for life, Zions Bank is for you. What will BYU do on fourth down and one from the two? We'll call it a UCCU smart decision. Zach Wilson is under center. Ibacks are awake in Algier, and timeout taken by Houston. Now, I appears, or another BYU timeout. BYU has used their third and final timeout of the half. 30 seconds in lane. So, this upcoming decision is indeed a UCCU smart decision. Here's a smart decision. UCCU, the UCCU 4321 Cashback Rewards Card, which gives you more cash back on the spending you do the most. UCCU, love where you bank. Well, this is truly intriguing. 116 to go until halftime, and BYU trying to retake a lead. So a couple things to point out here, Greg. If they don't get it, obviously it's going to be very difficult for Houston to go back. And even though you don't tie the game if you don't get it, um, it's going to be very difficult for Houston to do any more damage in the game. The other thing is, historically, Jake Oldroyd, this is a tough angle for any kicker when you're this close. I mean, they're inside a PAT attempt from the right hash. That's a difficult angle. So you might as well take your shot at something that you convert, you know, 80% of the time. All right, it'll be Ibax. Mason Wake and Tyler Algier. Wilson under center needing one yard from the two. Milne wide right. Double tight left. Snap, Zach, handoff, Wake, Wake. Didn't get it. Driven back, stopped. Houston takes over. And a flag. A dead ball celebration flag. The entire Houston team's on the field. There'll be an unsportsmanlike conduct call against Houston after the fourth down stop of Mason Wake. BYU will get the ball to start half number two. Houston will be with the ball to end half number one. Here's our call. The result of the play was it was short for a down. It'll be, it'll be first down, Houston. After the play was over, unsportsmanlike conduct, defense number 31, half distance to the goal, first down. So Houston will have to make a snap from its one-and-a-half-yard line, first and that ten. number 31, first unsportsmanlike foul of the game. So BYU will have, uh, unless something bizarre happens here in the final minute and change, a scoreless second quarter. And a game that was all BYU in the first five to ten minutes has flipped entirely around, and that fourth and one got nothing and was driven back from the two-yard line. So BYU's strength this year had been red zone offense, and last last week a fumble at the ten, and tonight a fourth down giveaway inside the three. In the end zone is Clayton Toon. 
The handoff to get out of the end zone to Porter, and he got that and then some. Almost a first down run on first and 10 with 105 to go until halftime. Wilgar and Anderson on the tackle for BYU. So when you're backed up on your own one and you get you get all the way out to the 13 on the first play with a minute left, you go immediately into two minute, allowing this offense, this Houston offense room to breathe. Tune shotgun, first down run. A step up. Throw to the uh, to throw to the right off a run to the right. And another first down. And now Houston with two timeouts remaining will start thinking about uh, needing to use one. The clock will stop to move the change there, but 46 seconds and time to put points on the board left for UH. No turnovers in this game. The only turnover we just saw was a turnover on downs by BYU on a fourth and one from the two. Tune on a three-step. Climbs the pocket. Throw is complete to Keith Corbin. Another first down. 13-yard gain. Just chunk after chunk here for UH. Getting these first downs stops the clock, allows them to set up their offense, and keeps them from having to burn their timeouts. This BYU defense, which had been so solid through four games, has just been tuned up here in the first half. Timeout taken by Houston. Timeout. Houston. They're stuck under the half. 30 seconds in length. BYU is allowing... 250.5 yards per game and Houston's already at 305 in the first half I mean we we knew they were formidable coming into the game any team that can turn the ball over five times still win going away with 49 points has some offensive chops they 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 won last week 49 to 31 but they could have won 70 to 7 quite easily it was that kind of game. Yeah, no question. But from the fact that they were not only taking away opportunities for themselves, but set it essentially, I think they gave the ball to Tulane on three different occasions on their own side of the uh, on their own side of the fifty. So, um, you know, I, I'm intrigued here. Hopefully, the the defense can firm up here, keep them out of the end zone, keep them out of scoring at scoring territory, make some adjustments, and come out in the second half. Clayton Tune in the shotgun. The right hander settles on a three step. Pocket holds, complete to Dell. Another first down, and he goes down at the BYU 45-yard line. And Houston will be in an opportunity to score points before halftime. They're back up to their one-yard line with a minute and change to go. And now a spike by Toon. It'll be second and ten from the BYU 45-yard line. Just not getting to tune at any point tonight. No, and he's he's been extremely comfortable. I mean, a couple of times he's been flushed, but really it's been his decision to go out. It hasn't been any significant threat. And BYU's again lining up in a drop eight coverage, uh, looking like he's going to be face more of the same. That spike actually goes as an incompletion, and it's his only his second of the half. A helmet high snap turns into a handoff to Carr. Down to the 41-yard line. Yeah, Houston. Th- gain Houston. of four. Their third and final timeout. So Houston's out of timeouts with 13 seconds to go. So we'll see. Hail, we'll, we may see a hail mary or two here. Yeah. Uh, third down and six right now with 13 seconds to go. Ball at the BYU 41-yard line. And the last time BYU and Houston played, Houston scored on a hail mary right before halftime, right at halftime, from almost the same spot in the field. Third down and five now from the BYU. Well, third down and five from the BYU 40 is the official spot. BYU football is brought to you in part by Siegfried and Jensen. Siegfried and Jensen have been helping Utah families for over 25 years. Such a great start to the game for BYU fans alive. The BYU fans energized and nothing to cheer for more than an hour of real time. As Houston's taken the lead and threatens to score before halftime. 
Clayton Tune in shotgun. Mulba Carr to his left hip. Third down five at the BYU 40. Carr vacates. Tune steps up. He can take off for the first down. He's got it and then some. Slide 30 in Houston with seven seconds to go. The clock will stop to move the chains and they have to spike it quickly to be able to get the field goal unit on. And the spike is made with four seconds on the clock. So field goal team is on to turn a three-point lead into a six-point lead at halftime. Pretty good execution of the two-minute offense by Houston. Uh, Really disappointing. You had them all the way backed up on the two, 98 yards facing them. But just a couple things that were too easy. The the handoff out of the end zone was too easy, and then the the easy zone completions to march down the field were too easy. Dalton Witherspoon from 49, and it is through for three. And Houston goes up 20 to 14 on 17 straight points to end the half. BYU, who led 14 to three, trails by six at the break. A scoreless second quarter as Houston had its way with BYU to the tune of 323 yards of total offense. BYU was just lit up in the first half on defense. Mm. BYU led the first quarter 14 to 3 and Houston won the second quarter 17 to nothing. Let's head down to Kalani Sitaki putting on the headset. And Kalani can hear Riley and me. Coach, uh, quick thoughts on the first 30 minutes. Yeah, uh, you know, we, we need to play better. I mean, they came back after we got an uh, early lead, and we, we need to we get the ball in the second half. We just got to do fundamental stuff on defense, stop the pass. Tune's tearing us apart in the pass. We're not getting pass rush, so we got to go regroup and figure something out in the second half. Coach, their defensive front has proven to be pretty athletic, in uh, not just in the pass rush, but also stuff in the run game. What do you got to do to establish the run game better in the second half? Yeah, I, I think it'll come. You know, we just got to keep uh, getting the ball to our guys. I think uh, that's why you play the whole game. You know, we got 30 minutes. We think we get stronger in the second half. And let's see if we, uh, you know, we're going to be testing to see if we can do it. Thank you, Kalani. That's Thanks, Kalani Sitake, BYU head coach. BYU trailing at 20-14 to 14 at halftime. Halftime recap is next here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. I'm Betsy.